1: Game time decisions continues. I am Lorenzo. So We're we'll throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam uh, Stewart, Carmine Bianco. We'll step up and in from wager talk. We'll get into the the MLS's back doubleheader that's on the uh, the card uh, this evening: TFC and the Montreal Impact, an all Canadian uh, matchup. And then we got the Columbus Crew and the New York uh, Red Bulls, uh, which uh, should actually be a pretty good uh, match two so uh, solid teams. And I think the um, I think the Columbus Crew are actually a sleeper. Somewhat of a uh, dark horse. I agree, dark horse, but very good odds for the Columbus Crew. They were like twenty-two to one coming in. They used to be a mainstay in this league, but uh, they're playing good soccer right now. And um, I know a lot of people, like I said, they were kind of a trendy pick as if you're looking for teams in the twenty-plus, twenty-to-plus-one range. So Zion Williamson has to leave the bubble in Orlando to deal with a family emergency. We don't know what that emergency uh, is. Doc Rivers uh, says uh, that he's been calling the uh, the snitch hotline in the bubble. He said, I just turned LeBron in. He goes, I'm going to turn Popovich in. We're going to be the only team left uh, when I'm done uh, with uh, this hotline uh, thing. Uh, but, yeah, the bubble uh, the bubble life uh, continues. And Zion uh, Zion was suffering from uh, leg cramps earlier in the week uh, as well. And I don't know. Listen, we don't know what his family emergency is. There's no need to really, like, overreact about it. Um, Listen, the NBA season starts two weeks from tonight, actually, 14 Mm -hmm. days from now. Next Thursday is Major League Baseball. The following Thursday is uh, the start of the NBA. So Zion's got two weeks to get back. But one thing with Zion I'd be concerned about just is him staying healthy. He got injured at Duke. He got injured in in the NBA Summer League. He's all ripped right now. And he's going to be playing at 100% because he's trying to get his team into the playoffs as a rookie. And it's amazing the irony that the NBA created all this play-in tournament for him essentially, and now he might not be there before. (laughs) But he he will be. It's an excellent (laughs) But it's something to keep your eye on for Pelican Futures uh, right now, that he's not in the bubble, that the fact that he's left the bubble because people love them, some Pelicans going into this thing.
2: Yeah, it's interesting too, Gabe. You see the shots of the uh, couple of guys too; they're uh, shotgunning beers in like a Mr. Turtle pool. So I don't know. Quarantine seems pretty interesting and fun for these guys. But you're right. Remember when Pete Annapolis came on the show and he talked about the Zion Williamson? Uh, situation there with the the handler and all that other stuff that story hasn't come to fruition yet but i don't know what the family emergency is but he's still got a quarantine when he comes back I, I don't think it's a panic mode for those guys as you said there's still time but that's time that he's not going to be working with his team and uh, they basically have to play flawless basketball right so we'll see you know i'm still i'm still
1: very high on the pelicans it's just not great news well a lot of other teams the thing with the nba and this is i love the nba and I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad they're coming back. But at the same point in time, I'm not overvaluing the stock and the importance of these games, right? Like the playoffs yeah. don't start until mid-August. And so basically, we're looking at September and October, guys, in which, like, you know, we're into the second round of the NBA playoffs, which is – that's a that's a ways away uh, right now. It is. Like, it's a long process. That's why you know, I'm not going to be jumping in going crazy Although every I say that all the time, I said that about the MLS, and I do I do jump and go crazy. <laughs> but I'm going to try not yeah. to get too stupid with the early games, knowing they don't really mean anything, right? Like everyone, yeah. oh Zion's out of the bubble. It's like okay, whatever. He's got two weeks, guys, before they're even playing a game, so you know you don't have to worry about that. But the Pelicans do need to win these uh, these early games. Uh, game time uh, decisions radio. Continues. I'm Arantzio. Throwing it down to Raging Redhead. Cam Stuart, Carmine Bianco will join us a little bit later on. We'll get into the MLS doubleheader uh, this evening. We'll get you up to date as far as the Memorial odds are concerned. Um, There's been been a lot of news about the Washington football team and a bombshell and a blockbuster. And, ooh, Snyder's going to have to sell the team when it's all said and done. But like a lot of things in the media that are heavily hyped up, there's there's of you know, sexual verbal abuse and sexual harassment in the workplace. Yeah. It's not it's not the Jeffrey Epstein over the top, you know, hookers and cocaine and stolen passports and cheerleaders you know, against their will and and all this type of stuff that was thrown out there. As I stated, we'll see if there's more to come. Um so the Edmonton Eskimos have followed. The Washington football team's lead, they've changed their name to the Edmonton um, Edmonton Empire. Edmonton Empire, they have a double E on their helmet as it is, so they don't have to change anything. There's a massive outrage right now. People want to uh, boycott the sponsors that started all of this. Evidently, Boston Pizza... The, uh, the, the franchise Boston Pizza told the Eskimos Correct. they were going to pull pull their money. And now I'm seeing all these people, oh, I'm never going to another, I'd I'm I'm never go to an Eskimo game ever again. Well, you can't because they're not called the Eskimos anymore, jackass. <laughs> so, yeah, it's true. You never will. <laughs> Empire. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, the, the Eskimos got like 24,000 people a game. All right? it's yeah. too bad all you losers crying on Twitter right now about this didn't actually go. You know, don't actually go to the games, right? Like, if all you people that were crying about the name right now actually went to the games, there would be like seventy thousand people, hundred thousand people yeah. at uh, at every game. I just listen. I don't care. Change your name. Like I said, if you're a grown man, you're an adult. Like you really should have other things to be worried about in your life than what a football team's name is. Yes. I, I
2: do prefer I do prefer elks over Empire though. Edmonton Empire I sounds agree. like an insurance firm. Elk yeah, is a, a, a beautiful northern animal. Yeah, it it's sounds like a great, great name.
1: It's very classy sounding and it's very unique. But uh, they went with Empire. Game time to sit and continue. I'm Lorenzo. Throw it down. raging. Redhead camp stores. The countdown to kickoff is on. We've got a couple of MLS games on the board uh, this evening. And finally, we had an under um, yes. this morning. And I did not expect Atlanta United to get shut out uh, by lowly FC Cincinnati, which I think you might be able to argue that this is Cincinnati's biggest win in franchise history oh, that they beat Atlanta time. in this tournament yep. uh, today. Now last night, you know, we, we've talked about this cam and it's been a crazy tournament. It really has been it's fun to watch if you don't, if you're winning, but if you're on, I'm just seen to be on the wrong yeah. side of the insanity all the time, but it is wacky and it it's like, it's an insane, like just all over the place um, tournament. Uh, Yet We get these games uh, tonight. Now, we've talked about with the pandemic and the 60-game season with baseball, expect crazy things to happen. And we're seeing crazy things happen in this MLS tournament. That's why last night, part of me wanted to be bold and take Vancouver to win the match outright. I was like, you know what? The white cops are terrible, but no one believes in them. They're going to surprise everybody tonight. And they got a two-goal lead twice. But they were that bad that they couldn't <laughs> hang on to it. It's <laughs> and unbelievable. I took a draw. I took a draw. and then I got screwed late. I'm still upset at myself about it. But anyways, it is it is what it is. So leading into tonight, part of me wants to be contrarian again and say, you know what, the Montreal impact were terrible. In Dude, they had two shots on goal in that first game only. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say that they're going to come back and be better tonight, but I like TFC, so it means take the impact. But TFC should win this game tonight. I agree,
2: Gabe. I think it'll be TFC win or draw at worst. The thing is, we have to be careful with these teams like Montreal that are trying new formations. Like Thierry Henry, when he was coaching the team, you know what I mean? He looked very frustrated. They didn't do the things that he said. They looked convoluted out there. And you said they actually had no pressure in the game, like in the shots there, the, never a threat game till the last shot that we thought we were going to get the draw. And remember where the goalie made the diving save and we thought we were going to actually win the bet on the draw, but Montreal's not very good. Uh, Toronto's better. I think they're going to be probably angry since DC United came back against them too. When Toronto blew that two goal lead and DC United did it with the, uh, Minimal men too. They were down to their ten men, and they scored that goal. That's heartbreaking, but I think TFC understands they're the better team. It's a rivalry; they should win. At worst, draw. But I'm with you on TFC here. I'm not sure about the total. I don't think Montreal's going to score, but you know, <laughs> I don't know two two nothing. I think that that seems right to me. But I like Montreal Cincinnati today because yeah, Atlanta looks listless; like they don't even look like they're trying.
1: You had Cincinnati today. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: No, I actually like tweeted it. out. I'm taking Cincinnati live. Like, yeah, I took Cincinnati live. I I was watching the game. What and it I did it like what I saw from Atlanta. Uh, plus, it was a tie. Plus two eighty only. Whoa. It was a lower number.
1: So, yeah. I don't know. So, yeah, so you're like I said, you're picking winners in this. You're enjoying this tournament. I don't know what you're crying about. I'm gonna, oh, I'm not
2: crying about anything, Marenzi. But I'm just saying this. Like, here's the thing that I've noticed, and let's apply this maybe to the NBA. We don't know what's going to happen in this tournament. Who are hot teams? Atlanta was one of the best teams in the league. They don't want to be there. And, I, like, it's their body language, Gabe. It's like they're not playing the same way. They used to be a dominant team. Like, they quit against Cincinnati. A- a- NY NYCFC? What the hell? What the hell's going on with the, with that club? They're supposed to be good. They've been horrible. So all this hype machine and good teams—it's weird. Orlando City's looking better. Some of these bad clubs are actually using this as an opportunity. I think the NBA could be very similar, where a lot of dogs can win. I'd be very careful betting the
1: favorites. Now we're trying to find TFC starting lineup, uh, just due to the fact that it's profitable to bet on goal scorers in soccer. It's yeah, nice. Like it's the called- other night I hit that in the LAFC game. I'm looking forward to seeing Carmine, what he, what he says about this. I was thinking about Akinola, uh tonight uh, for, um, uh, for, for, for TFC to score. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it, 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 Jose. it looks like Jose Altidore is going to be back, but I don't know how many minutes he's going to play. And it's very, very difficult. I'm trying to find, uh, get the lineups uh, right now, just for our, our props. It's man, this tournament is just it's killed me. It really has. Every game is just so tough. And I always find Montreal at TFC games to be really tough. They played twice last year. Toronto won 2-1 and 2-0. Uh Montreal did beat them, I think, in that um uh, in the Champions Cup or whatever the hell they play, you know, not uh any other one. Montreal did beat them. Toronto has gotten the best of them though, for the most part. And as you stated, Toronto are just a much better team. They're going to be in a bad mood after blowing the two-nil lead. Uh, they're going to tighten things up a little bit. But Terry Henry was pissed. You're going to get the best best effort tonight uh, from from the impact. And I don't know. They, I, the Word is they're going all offense. They're putting, like, every offensive guy they have up front <laughs> to try to create some more chances could backfire yeah. on them. And the totals. <laughs> <You think? laughs> I don't know. Like, that was the counter attack. Like, uh, I'm just, I'm helpless. Like, I'm trying to read, like, a Chinese phone book right now. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, Montreal can't score, but I'm not ready to bet on an under, I'll tell you that much.
2: I will say this, betting these totals, that's something I would avoid more than the side because that's the thing Montreal can't score but if they're going to play an attacking style Gabe that sets up the counter-attack and you saw that's how the Philadelphia Union won their game it was a beautiful counterattack and they got things done right when you get pressed up there uh, I will say this I would expect more scoring in the Columbus game because I think both of those teams are proficient they have better offenses and I really like what I saw like Columbus murdered Cincinnati FC and I watched both of those games and Cincinnati FC, like they try. The one thing is, they might not be as talented, but they try. Columbus is a damn good team, and they could have won that game like eight nothing. They had major opportunities. I'm down with the Crew game. I think they're. I agree. I think they're a very dangerous team in this tournament.
1: All right, so we'll get um, we'll get back into the soccer in a couple of minutes with uh, with Carmine. See what uh, Carmine uh, says. So let's check in. Uh, let's check in right now um, with the memorial. Uh, with the the memorial, as we stated, uh, Steele was Steele was at the top of the leaderboard earlier in the day, and then Tony Finau ends up six under when it's all said and done. So we were talking about who would who would the first round leader be? Tony yep. Finau, man, what was that like? What, what did he pay for first round leader? Sixty to Probably one,
2: 70 to, to one. Yeah, no, it's funny. Isn't that hilarious? Because I had Tony Finau the other time first round leader. It, it's the way it works, Gabe. We're always like day late, dollar short. Uh, I, had him, I had Tony Finau the other week. He's starting to play better. I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't take him to win the tournament, though. Watching this guy put four rounds together, his putter can get really bad. Um, this is how you attack this tournament. Justin Thomas is two over, okay? That's not even bad. See some of the scores that were out there today? So the leaders at, at at six, he's two. He's eight shots back, and now he's 40 to one. At the start of the tournament, he was 12 to one. That's how you look at it. Good call. Lucas Glover game for the top twenty. He played very good golf today and missed a couple putts. Lucas Glover, the top twenty. I really like what we're doing with that. I told you, yeah, I like that. I hope you win that bet because I think Lucas Glover, he's he's steady. And remember, this course is playing like a major. So Lucas Glover's won a major before. Uh, He has the type of game to grind out pars. His ball striking's impeccable. His putter—it's like a lot of these guys. Like that's the thing. They're they're just. It's hard to bring your whole game together. I'd be very very careful. Uh, that's a guy that I look at for a top 20. Who else do we look at? Maybe going dipping down the board. I'd look at a Justin Thomas. I think that's a very, very good pick. And I would go with Brooks Kepka's 33 to 1. He started off, he missed two. He was out of bounds twice, Gabe. You're getting him at 33 now. He's even. That's the thing that people aren't realizing. Even's a good score on this course today, right? So those are guys I'd look at. World class players that you're getting better odds at 33 to 1 for Kepka. Forty for Justin Thomas. I think that's impeccable. I already have you no know brand answer, but he's dangerous.
1: Yep, a guy that I actually liked. I actually like. I liked him. Um, I didn't throw his name out there. I'm not surprised he's having. He had a good round today. Is Gary Woodland? So it was, yeah, Gary's he's, good. He's, he's, Gary Woodland's T three right now, and you know what? There's Jordan Spieth right now, T eight two under. What do you make his Spieth game? He's uh, he's right there with your boy Max Homa. Nice uh, nice start yeah. for Max Homa as well. Yeah, Homer's doing and well. I told, I told, You're talking buddy, about Harris a English isn't total a long shot. Yeah. Harris English
2: is right there too, T eighteen. Take take a take a look at John Rom. He played great today and missed a couple short putts. So some of the team's doing pretty good. So yeah, I'm with you, buddy. I, I I'm gonna tell you about Jordan Speed though, Gabe. Don't hit the button. He can't he can't pull it together for a whole week. No, you know. I know. He'll he'll
1: go backwards. That's, That's just Steven, <laughs> he really does seem to play well on Thursdays, though. He seems to be yes, a pattern with him this he plays starts off well and then he just sort of regresses. Game pattern decision continues. Bagels and bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid
3: Network.
2: Watching sports grid. Get on the grade. I'm Cam with your Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the edge, get on the grid. According to Houston, Texas defensive end J.J. Watt, players have a lot of unanswered questions about COVID-19 protocols and guidelines as talks between the NFL and NFLPA continue with training camps fast approaching. The party's latest hurdle is a big one about classifying COVID-19 as a non-football injury. Teams currently aren't required to pay players based on non-football injuries. They want to change that. Houston and Kansas City rookies slated to report to camp Saturday, January 18th. This weekend, regular season still slated for September 10th. The Players Association announced 72 players known to have tested for positive for COVID-19. 2,800 tests of all 30 teams maxing out the 90-man rosters, meaning 72 tests divided. It's 2.5% of the NFL's workforce with COVID-19. The NFL said it still intends on holding that full season in front of fans despite the pandemic. Big stories out of Washington. The Washington Post preparing to release a story about the team's culture. There's much more going on at Redskins Park than a name change. Just from Scott Abraham of ABC News and apparently this story is going to be a bombshell. We already have 15 women allegedly uh, alleging sexual harassment by members of the Washington franchise. The team has hired attorney Beth Wilson to review the organization's protocols. She's a very, very big lawyer in the lawsuit versus the Sunday team t- TV package as well as NCAA and MLB class action suit. New Orleans Pelican star Zion Williamson leaving the bubble to attend an urgent family matter. He intends to join the club at a later date. Upon his return, he's subject to a mandatory four-day quarantine period. He also must test negative for COVID-19 each day he's outside the property before granted access back into the bubble. New Orleans takes on Utah July 30th. The NCAA setting a universal standard for testing players in football, including requiring college players who test positive to miss at least 10 days of competition. Baseball news. The Washington Nationals exploring alternative sites due to the D.C. quarantine laws. Philly shortstop D.D. Gregorius will wear a face mask during games this season. He has a kidney condition, making him a high-risk player. Round one of the PGA's memorial from Muirfield Village in Dublin, Ohio. We talked about it. And Tony Finau, the outright leader now, minus six. He is in the clubhouse. Tiger Woods, too, rallying. A very good start to return to action. He's minus one. Just five shots off the pace. Tournament favorite, Bryson B. Chambeau, one over. Euro Tour, Juice Lout, leads at 12 under MLS back to action since FC Cincinnati upsetting Atlanta later tonight all Canadian battle as Toronto takes on Montreal at 8 then at 10:30 we have Columbus taking on the New York Red Bulls we'll talk to these games and get the betting odds and make our picks in the show Manchester United they get things done today and the big news is in Spain Real Madrid won their 34th La Liga title Thanks to a 2-1 to win over Villarreal, Barcelona was the champions.
1: I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid Update. Now back to Gabe Marenzi on GTD. Game time decisions continues following the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart's update. And come on, Cam, your updates are supposed to be up to date. Where was the TFC starting lineup? This news broke three minutes ago. Hot, hot, hot. Three minutes ago. Hot off the presses. Yeah, hot, hot off the wire. So, and you know what? I'm glad, though, because we were just discussing this. Uh, it's paramount because I want to bet some of the goal-scoring props. And, yeah. you know, I didn't think Altador or uh, – uh, I didn't think he was playing. Uh, but now we can confirm the starting lineup. Let's bring in uh, Carmine uh, right now. Carmine uh, Bianco has been killing the soccer and uh, the MLS. Try. And listen, anyone's doing better than I am. I need your help, Carmine. So, <laughs> please, please help me. Thank you yeah, for joining Carmine. Help me. Yeah, help I'm me.
3: Good, guys. Hopefully everything's going well. Yeah, I'm sporting the, the, uh, obviously as as a season ticket holder, I'm sporting the Toronto FC one for tonight. Hopefully it's a much better game than that last one on Monday where I think I needed a new remote uh, (laughs) and and (laughs) trying to find out where Greg Vanny lives because if I could hunt that guy down, uh, uh, I don't know what what he was thinking on, on Monday, but he took out our two best defenders Uh, in Gonzalez and uh, Mavinga in the 65th minute and brought in our two worst defenders in Simeon and uh, Zavaleta, who happens to be his nephew. And I'm not sure how he's on that team. And uh, we blew a two, two nil lead. uh, And we're up a man. That was just absolutely horrible. Yeah. And you know, what,
1: what what the hell was that? Was some, that wasn't the best goaltending either. And uh, net keeping there. goalie comes out, gets caught in nowhere's land. You know, ball gets just poached over his head like that. The whole thing was a train wreck uh, and a disaster. But nice to see Cam. We're getting a ni- nice, unbiased opinion of the game here tonight from the guy exactly,
3: out of yes. uh <laughs> gear uh, right well, now. I'm coming right it's back awesome. with Akinola, just to let you know, right? Uh, the guy looked great last time out. I figured Alfador yes, wouldn't play, so I, I took these odds earlier. It's uh, I think you can still get him at plus 210 to score any time. And, uh, you know, this is one of those games that, you know, uh, Montreal hasn't looked great. They didn't look great in that first game. Uh, Toronto, if they could replicate that first 65 to 70 minutes, uh, but play for 90 minutes should win this game. But, you know, this is the 401 rivalry. Sometimes, you know, with these rivalries, it brings out the best in teams and Montreal yeah. going to bring it tonight. These two teams have an utter disdain for each other, uh, much like Leafs and uh, Leafs and Canadians fans have for each other, and it's just the way it is. It's it, uh, it, well, we're going to see a good game tonight, but I, <laughs> I, at the end, <laughs> he hates me, Karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw the Habs,
2: Marenti.
1: <laughs> yeah, Farrell thinks I'm a Leaf fan. He goes, "All right, what's the carrot It's like, like <laughs> demise. The Leafs haven't won. I'm like, I'm not a Leaf fan, Scotty. I'm not a Leaf I know, fan. Like, exactly.
2: I know. I told him. I go. The Penguins blow. He got. He got pretty upset. But
1: anyway, that's. Right, but you know what, happen. Carmine? It's a good point. I'm glad you bring up um, Akinola here because I already liked them as well. I didn't think yeah. Altidoro was playing, and you know the, they they leave these names up and listen. You get your money back, right? Because if player player doesn't play, player doesn't start, etc. A bet is void, depending on the book. But plus two ten. And guys, we throw this out here right now. The starting lineup just broke three minutes ago, literally. So we really are giving you hot news right now. People don't know the lineup. Now we do. Altidore is not even in uniform, Carmine. So he's not yeah. coming in as a stop. He's not even in uniform.
3: And that's a surprise. Like, I, I, I could understand him not being in uh, that first game. Uh, it was a 9 a.m. game in that heat. And, uh, you know, someone who has... Thigh, you know, who's had problems with his, you know, uh, thigh and hamstring injuries, as he has. The last thing you want to do is get him out there, in that sweltering heat, playing, you know, 65 to 70 minutes. So he was on the bench if needed, to to be brought in, and ready. So him not being uh, not playing tonight when uh, the weather is much better. Uh, it, goes to, it goes, goes to show you that there might be something that's uh, um, that worse than than we really know about it because he should be on the bench and he's not. So that is that is another surprise. Uh, I can't believe Zavaleta's on the bench. I'm going to harp on that for a while. But Akinola, plus 210, listen, if you get the service, and he's going to get the service from, you know, uh, you look at this team and when you got guys like Pozuelo, who um, I always say if you have the best yeah. player on the field – you always have. Uh, you're always at an advantage to win. Pozuelo's the best guy on the field um, for both teams, uh, and he'll get he'll get it to Akinola. So, uh, plus 210 is a great price. No, it is. So, what about
1: Montreal? Where and the, you you brought it up, Carmine, and you're right. Anyone who watches this and it's it's sports, guys, rivalries bring out the best. And especially soccer yeah. rivalries. We saw San Jose and Seattle. They hate each other. And it was they a did. battle. And like, yeah, like <laughs> I've watched shots. every game. And Ken, that game was the most where there was, they kept oh, beeping yeah. everything. Like they were yeah, swearing know. like Beep. crazy. And I noticed a yeah. pattern though. The San Jose Earthquakes, that's what they do. There was a near Dirt, fight last night. Like, that was no accident. Yeah. See, they hit the guy in no, the they're... face with the ball.
2: Yeah. Like they hit the
1: guy in the white caps <laughs> and the head with a ball. And you're like, Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. It's like, dude, you flipped it on purpose. What do you mean? Sorry. And I realized that after I'm like, you know, I thought it was just the earthquakes didn't like the, the sounders. Then I saw last like night, the white caps, these West coast teams out here, Carmine, they really don't like each other. People don't realize it like Vancouver, no, San Jose, Seattle. Like it's real. They don't like each other. <laughs>
3: Yeah, and we're going to see one on the weekend where you know with the El Tráfico, you know the LA Galaxy and uh, LAFC, but uh, you know San Diego plays that game, and and, and they played all last season uh, under their like their new manager. They played uh, what is called uh, they literally play a man-to-man press. So um, if you if you if you see it, and they'll uh, you know with the games being played and and we've got drones at these games showing the top of the field if you watch it every 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 single time a guy has a ball there's a San Diego guy on him and he's not only on him but if he try, if the guy gets around him he's getting a shin on him like they That'll play yeah, yeah. uh it's a dirty game but it, it it worked for them last year until it didn't work at the end of the year
1: um, San Jose. Now, uh, now I'm thinking San Diego. Yeah, sorry,
3: Ooh, these- yeah. San Jose. San Jose. San Jose, yeah, sorry. San Jose. Sorry, sorry, San Jose. San
1: Jose. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Earthquake. Uh, all right. So this yeah. game tonight. So I am pulling the trigger on Acadola to uh, to score. I'm taking them to score. But what about the game itself? Listen, we talked about the, the rivalries. The impact were terrible. In, in the first game, they had two shots on goal. They nearly did score late. Tablet nearly uh, put one in late, but it was too little too late. Terry Henry's definitely got to shake things up a little bit. But they just don't have a ton of talent, Carmine. That's the thing. You can shake things up. They just don't have a ton of talent up front. Are they going to be able to bury one? What do you think about the over-under here? What do you think the final score is going to be? Like, what, what are you looking at here tonight? If
3: you look at, uh, um, you know, again, Uh, Putting bias aside, Toronto needs to win this game, Uh, and if they learned anything from that last game, it's to play a complete 90 minutes uh, this time out. But if you're looking at exact scores, 2-1 isn't a bad score for Toronto. Uh, uh, 2-1 pays uh, plus 750, so you're getting 7.5 to 1 on your money for a a 2-1 final it's one of those things where I, I again I expect Toronto to win and, and maybe Montreal gets a late one. But there's not a lot. Uh, I haven't seen enough in their in, in their lineup. Uh, you know, with uh, Arati and uh, Wanyama and, and Talder. I just haven't seen enough from this team, and it's going to take them a while uh, under uh, Henri to for for them to, to especially with this five months off. To, to fit the plan that he wants for this team moving forward so this is one of those things where maybe this team gets better later in the season uh should we have one but right now they they don't look like a team that's ready to compete for a playoff spot in my eyes
1: cam what's your feel you've been uh you've been uh on top of these things with your gut uh what what are you saying alexi lawless
3: <laughs>
2: Yeah, but 20 pounds bigger, I think. But <clears throat> I'm with uh, I'm with Carmine. I think uh, TFC gets it done tonight. The question is in the score, game? The score that came to my head was Toronto two, Montreal nil. Uh, Carmen's right, right; he could get a goal a little bit late, but right now I don't know. I, I kind of lean TFC in the under, and uh, we'll talk to him about the the uh, later game as well, which uh, you know we have an opinion on. But I'm going
1: with I'm, TFC, uh... Gabe. I'm just done with these totals, uh, man. When I bet on an under... The totals are goal, tough. Four,
2: yeah, yeah, when I bet on
1: an over, it's 1-0. I can't, like, I'm just getting really, really frustrated yeah. Just pick TFC uh, to win stuff. the damn game. Don't even yeah. mess what around about with these guys else, right? this, guys? What about this? And, you know, I'm kicking myself with this. Last night, too, I didn't tweet it out because I was almost embarrassed. And, Karma, you bet a lot. Sorry, so you'll know, but camp... I bet an in-game last night, in-game corner kicks, 18 and a half. <laughs> and yes. they were at 12 at the half, okay? And I was like, man, betting 18 and a half over corner kicks is insane. Normally it'll get to 10, it'll yeah. like a standard, you yeah. know what I mean? It's getting insane. But I was like, it's not stopping. The San Jose Earthquakes finished with 22 corner kicks. All right. Yes, they did. I was in the first game against Seattle. I bet over ten and a half. I lost the prop. San Jose had nine corner kicks. Seattle only had one. But I you know these corner kick props. I've always been a fan of this uh, Carmine. I like I like betting the corner props in, in a lot of leagues. And there's a lot of corners uh, in MLS. But what about Montreal and Toronto? A little less corners because Montreal don't really create opportunities. So at least the less oh, yeah. corners in the corner.
3: Yeah and and, and and that's a big thing. You have to look at the style of the team. Toronto's a team that uh, generally plays through the middle. So uh, when you have a, a Bradley and you have a Pozzuolo, uh they try it, it's service to the middle. They, they try and build in through the middle. They're, they're not that eight, uh, that typical team that, has like let's say wing backs that are coming up and and pressing yeah, yeah. from the outside, and you get you get crosses into the box that are cleared by uh, defenders. You know um, uh, for corner kicks, so it's one of those things you have to look at. And that's why generally, uh, you know, I look at a lot of Toronto games uh, when I'm going down to uh, BMO Field in Toronto, and the the numbers are always around nine for the Toronto games. I'm not sure and what it is thought, for uh, tonight's I, game.
1: Hold that thought. We'll continue the concern. Game time decisions continues. That's does a countdown to MLS kickoff. Got a couple of games uh, on tap. I think uh, next uh, Thursday, uh, game time decisions will be breaking down. Major League Baseball game. Yeah. And in-game live actually returns uh, next week. So um, <clears throat> in-game live uh, basically will be with you during the games, keeping you up to date, the updated odds, and uh, we'll give you in-game picks. So you've got Toronto and Montreal tonight, big rivalry. As Carmine stated earlier, used to be a big hockey rivalry. They haven't really played for anything uh, meaningful uh, in forever. So they call it the Canadian Classic, uh, this rivalry. we got to come up with a better name than the Canadian Classic. Yeah, that's like the so name boring. of the burger that Cam puts on his, his – that's like uh, – that's Cam's burger, the Canadian Classic. Yeah, the Canadian Classic
2: <coughs> from Harvey's and uh, the Crown Royal, the Canadian Classic. You're right, Gabe. Get get something original.
1: I agree. <coughs> You know, like you got the war on I- I- I-4 and stuff like that. Yeah. The war on I-4. Um, yeah, the 401 Derby. They, you know, that's that's not that's bad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the 401 <laughs> it's not the Derby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds horrible. I <laughs> you know, don't like that, that one, Cam. Cool. Nah,
2: it's like the Battle of the QEW has got a ring. Like The door, the Derby, 401 Derby? Nah, no, the QEW, that, that, mine.
1: that goes the other direction, Cam. No, I'm thing. saying...
2: That's yeah. the the, the Sabers and the battle of the QEW sounds like the yeah, rivalry yeah. of those. the the four hundred one derby sounds lame. That's all. No, don't no, It's not bad the four hundred one derby. Carmine even said it sucked, right? Carmine? it, it does. it,
3: it, it does. Uh, the fans should be able to come up with it because they come up with the greatest signs. Our supporters, if you ever see those guys, the the ultras that are behind the net, uh, I think the last time Montreal came when uh, they lifted a sign that said uh, Quebecs it, uh, you know a, a sort of a play on. <laughs> Uh, BreX, right? So uh, you know, basically, you know, let's get rid of Montreal. Let's get rid of Quebec. So they come up with some some great stuff. So um, uh, we, maybe we'll we'll put it out to them to to, to come up with something better because the 401 derby just sounds absolutely horrible.
2: A little little over the top. Uh, yeah. yeah, get rid of Quebec. Uh,
1: see
0: <laughs> yeah, nice. Now we see why it's such
1: a big robbery. Now exactly. you see why you know, it's hard for me to pull the trigger on <laughs> TFC, Cap.
3: You know what I mean? I agree. Even though I know
1: yeah, no, they're
2: the better I'd, team. I'm listen, guys, them, if you ever tried to three, drive anyway. to
3: Montreal, I, I would go for the Formula One. And these guys, I understand we should be able to speak English and French, but uh, I, I, I don't speak much French, but they won't give you directions. if you Unless you ask them in French, they don't give you directions. So uh, that in itself uh, makes me dislike not, people from that <laughs> city. That's not. That's not
1: fully true. They just didn't give you directions. Okay. <laughs> <it> <laughs> yeah.
3: Maybe. Maybe not. Where the shirt? I gotta shirt be next honest, Carmine. Just plug yeah, in the address yeah. in your phone
1: these days. You don't
2: need a map. Yeah. yeah I don't know. What, Ken? you've been I a much help. I've never had any problems.
1: No. Actually, they there. like me
2: there. I'm jolly.
1: Yeah. Just, uh, hey, this guy's going to well, buy some beer. Car, right? Were you wearing like a Toronto Maple Leaf jersey and like a TFC,
3: <laughs> by Cody? Definitely like. not, because if you know me, I am not a Leafs fan, and I just, I, I literally get on all, uh, on my, on all my friends uh, about the Leafs each and every year, fifty-two years in, uh or fifty-three years and counting. All right,
1: let's, we better, let's move on to the New York-Columbus uh, the New York Columbus game before like, yeah. Carmine offends Quebec any more than he already has <laughs> um, here. <laughs> all right, so Carmine's saying 2-1. Uh, <laughs> Two, one Man, the rivalry's deep, man. This guy takes it real seriously. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, Carmine's saying 2-1 TFC. I'm taking TFC. Cam, you're on TFC tonight? Yep, yeah, 2-0. I'm on. 2-0. I'm not predicting yeah. any score. I can I'm just going to be lucky to get a win. I am predicting Akinola scores a goal, though. We're taking yes. Akinola scores all the way down to plus one seventy right now at FanDuel. People jumping on this. Um, so let's get into um, let's get into man, all these like uh, acronyms and um, and letters and stuff, Cam. It's not just the. they don't call them the New York Red Bulls. It's r b n y Red Bulls, New York.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah At least yeah. it's better so, uh, than Inter-Miami.
2: That that one's the worst.
1: Come on. It's kind of growing on me, Inter-Miami. Yeah. Come on. Really? <laughs> no. No, come it's on. not. What's worse? What's worse? Inter-Miami or Real Salt Lake? <laughs> Actually, get
2: Real Salt Lake's pretty bad, too. <laughs> Real Salt Lake.
1: What do well, you well,
2: think, they used to have a is, franchise is,
3: called so that was yeah uh, yeah yeah I remember Shivas yeah. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Um, all right so this game's actually a good this was a good one tonight both these teams have come in with three points so it'll be interesting to see how they handle it it's different with the Montreal TFC uh, match guys TFC really screwed up they played well but they gave it away late they only ended up getting a single point out of it meanwhile Montreal don't have any points so Montreal are desperate TFC don't have a lot of room for error um, they, so both of them need to win. Tonight's game, Carmine's a little bit different between the Red Bulls and the Crew uh, tonight, and I don't know, man. The Red Bulls beat Atlanta one nil, but they got dominated tied of possession and you know scoring chances. They just they won the match one nil, but they weren't the better side. And and then conversely, Columbus routed you know FC Cincinnati, but Cincinnati just beat Atlanta. So I I don't know what to make of this one tight tighter match here tonight and. I'll Tell you what, even though regionally you don't think Columbus and New York, but these two teams have a long history, they don't like each other either. Actually, they played each other in big matches over the years, they don't like their supporters, don't like each other. And, guys, I live there, all right? People don't realize how serious these people are about the Red Bulls. Um, I had an NYFC jersey, okay? You figure like, whatever, the Red Bulls actually play in New Jersey, guys, all right? The New York Red Bulls. They play in Newark. They play, like, basically across the street from where the Devils play. They have a nice stadium, um, Harrison. So it's not that far from New York City and stuff, but it's in Jersey. I was walking down the street in New Jersey, and I had a New York FC jersey on, Carmine. And a dude says to me, you got a lot of nerve wearing that jersey in these parts. And I'm thinking, I'm wearing an NYFC jersey and like, in Hoboken, New Jersey. I didn't think I was going to get attacked. And I thought it was just one guy. And another dude. I walk into a store. He's like F N Y C. And not <laughs> the city, but the team. Like they hate them. Like the Red Bulls, the Red Bulls are there, they got proud ass fans of that team. I gotta tell you, like, they got murals all over the place in New Jersey and stuff. They've taken over Jersey, the Red Bulls. They should just be called the Newark, uh, the Newark Red Bulls, because they're nothing to do with New York. They they're all yep. Jersey. The Red Bulls. But anyways, so Carmine, what do you make of this match tonight?
3: Yeah, you know what? And it's funny. Uh, uh, I, I've gone to places where I, I wear a visitor's you know uh, jersey, and and they, they just you just get it from from them. Like uh, if I wear a, Ju- a Juventus jersey in Italy, in any place other than Turin, Italy, they just hound you because it's a team everyone loves to hate. It's one of those things, kind of like the Leafs. But as far as this game goes, listen, I'm I was impressed with Columbus. Uh, uh, they're building a very good team there, uh, one that's going to compete for the East. Yes, I get it. They beat Cincinnati for uh, nothing in that rivalry, and Cincinnati's not a team that's projected to even battle for a playoff spot this year. But uh, it's the manner in which they clicked offensively. Uh, you know, we're we're talking about off of four, almost five-month um, hiatus, where because of this pandemic and uh, with minimal practice, and this team just came out and absolutely clicked offensively. They looked very good. Tonight's a test because the Red Bulls uh, usually are a very good defensive team. Don't lose their shape very well. They never lose their shape uh, often, so uh, they're a tough team to break down. Atlanta couldn't break them down, but Atlanta's struggling right now with Martinez, Joseph Martinez being injured and, and uh, likely gone for the whole year. Um, but I yeah, need to see more of this Red Bulls team. I'm not convinced on this Red Bulls team yet. Uh, you know, what I mean, they struggled. Uh, you know we're talking four months ago but they struggled in their first game winning three2 against Cincinnati uh, they went to rail Salt Lake and got uh, they 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 stole a point because they were absolutely dominated in that game. I think Salt Lake had 20 plus attempts on goal and I think uh, 10 shots on goal they managed a point there. Tonight's a test for them because this this team up front uh, Columbus can score. Um, for me, you're getting plus money with Columbus and uh, plus 120, uh, which looks good. I've got a different kind of prop here because I think we're going to see some goals scored. You can actually take Columbus to win and over two and a half, and uh, the Columbus and over two and a half is paying 225.
1: Wow, so you think there will be some goals in this game uh, tonight. I don't know. Okay, I, I do. I, I
3: do. I've got a couple scoring props. Uh, you know, one is right. uh, unobvious because he's the guy who fuels the team is Zardes, uh, but he's even money plus a hundred uh, to score type. uh they got a midfielder that they picked up from from Mexico from Tigres, uh, Lucas. Uh, I, I always butcher these names, but I'll try it. Lucas Zelarayan. And you know, this guy scored twenty goals over four. Plus years in Mexico as a midfielder, which is quite impressive. He's scored two so far in three games. He scored last time out, and he's plus two fifty to score tonight. So um, I'm going to take him as well too. I'm going to take the two Z's on this team and see if they can put uh, the Red Bulls to sleep.
1: I like where you're going with that. I like where you're going. With that I can't wait to see uh, the L.A. L.A. game. That's going to be great for scoring props. We hit with the Rossi prop. Uh, good call, uh, Carmen. I liked it earlier in the day. I saw it and I gave it a prop because I saw you tweet. out. I was like, "Oh, I would have forgotten it," <laughs> and I jumped in on it. It's like one of the few bets I've won in this tournament. I've been doing pretty well with the goal. The goal scores you get some nice odds with them, but in that LA LA game, bro, I don't know. There should be five six goals in that game. There could there be a could lot be. of goals. So we're gonna have Rossi again. Who's the other guy? What's what's the black guy's name? The guy up front on um, right, Phillips. On, uh,
3: yeah, yeah, Phillips, yeah Right. right. Phillips, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who they got from right, uh Phillips, from the you. Red Bulls. So yeah, God, um, Phillips is good, man. He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's another good. one. He, he's, he's gonna get his goals this season. You know what I mean? I, I I would project him to get somewhere between uh twelve to fourteen goals this season, playing uh, you know, on that high octane uh team that they have. And then, you know, as far as LA uh, galaxy go, you know, he finally got his first goal, but the guy has absolutely struggled is uh Uh, He goes by the name of uh, obviously on his jersey, Chicharito, but it's uh, Javier Hernandez, you know, who's played for, you know, (laughs) starting at Real Madrid. He can't hit the broadside of a barn, Carmine. Yeah. He should have
2: four goals that game. He can't hit the broadside of a barn. Like, I've never seen a guy in his own head like that. He got a late goal, but literally, Gabe, he had like five chances and missed, like, I'm talking point blank chances. Like, that guy could have easily had multiple goals, but maybe he got off the Schneid Carmine because he got a late one, right?
3: Yeah, and that's the thing, and that's what I'm thinking. Like his, uh, if you look at um, his ex-goal, which you know, there's a lot of data companies out there. His ex-goal was. Uh, projected, I, I think, close to 2.6, 2.7, which means he should have scored close to three goals in that game. He had yes. a penalty. He misses yes. a penalty. And, yep. uh, you know, from there, I think he hit the crossbar. He put two of them by the right post when he was, as Cam says, um, uh, it, it, he was just clear in front of the net where all he's got to do is just tuck it in. Um, you know, something got into his head. And, you know, he did score one late uh, in you know in a losing cause. But maybe that sometimes that one goal is what fuels you.
1: Carmine Bianco wager talk.com. Uh, you can follow him on uh, Twitter. As you see, uh, Carmine, uh, W, T great stuff. Great insight. Uh, Carmine, before we get you out of here, we got less than a minute left. Who do you think? Um, who do you think wins this tournament? I actually picked TFC before the tournament started at 14 to one.
3: That's it's, that's, that's yeah. You got a good price. I got them at 12 to one. Um, uh, once these games are done tonight, uh, uh, they'll put the odds up again because I don't have them right now. But uh, if Columbus comes up with another fine performance tonight, uh, they're a team that I'm going to to lean to. Yeah. There aren't, you know, LAFC is still the team, even with Carlos Vela at oh, home in, in California uh, with his for wife, defense. who's expecting. He's not playing in this tournament. They're still waiting for cop. bear on that team. Um, Thanks for your time.
1: All right, we're in the two-minute uh, warning here right now. So, as we stated earlier, my shoe-in. Shoe-in. My of shoe-in. The night. Of, no, no, not just the night of the week. It's the shoe-in of the month, actually. And you know what? <laughs> Under <laughs> Under Armour should thank me for this because I did the shoe-in earlier in the show, and I had people saying, damn, that's a nice shoe. What's the model? I want to get yeah. it. So, for the record, it's the Under Armour Hover. Um, Hover. Yeah, we hover. It's like, instead of walking, you're hovering on air, Cam. Yeah, Believe I'm, it or not, I'm hovering I'm on air. There. All right, so, tonight's game, if you want to win, <laughs> do whatever it is that I am not doing. Like, like basically, I think TFC wins. So, in other words, probably 4-0 uh, Montreal, but whatever. I'm taking TFC to win a match, and I've got Akinola to score. Guys, he scored two both goals in the first match uh, that they played, they don't have it. Like he's their guy and Montreal will give up a goal or two. I I do believe Akinola can score. Uh, The number is plummeting ever since the starting lineup has come out, but you can still get in on it uh, right now. Akinola to score. And one of these times I'm going to hit one of these son of a bitches, Uh, Pardon part of my language, uh, but I'm getting frustrated. Uh, I'm taking the draw Columbus. New York draw, although I kind of think Columbus can win. I got a feeling it's a draw, 1-1, 1-1. One, one. One,
2: one. Yeah, I'm taking uh, TFC. I'm with you, Gabe. Uh, I'll lay the juice with them. As for the total of three, I like the under. I don't think the impact are going to score in this game. I will. I looked at the draw as well, and I agree with you. It could be. It's draw or Columbus, but I think Columbus can squeak out a 2-1 win. So give me Columbus, give me TFC, and give me the TFC under three, buddy. Good luck to us.
1: Yeah, you know what? This Columbus game tonight, we're going to be on in the late-night hours uh, tonight, guys. Sports Rage late night. But this Columbus game seems like one of those games, can't Columbus or draw. Right? Get yeah. a piece of Columbus at the draw. I think Columbus are good. I think, Colen, look, you heard Carbine say that Columbus can win all of this as well. I agree. They were like 23-1 to 1 before the tournament started. When the odds get refreshed, I'm going to jump in because uh, they're a trendy team right now. May the winners be or bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network.